This episode is brought to you by Remax Ace Realty in Downingtown, PA. Whether you're looking to buy or sell a home, we have a real estate expert for you. Search for homes or contact an agent at acerealtypa.com. This is the Chester County Real Estate Podcast, bringing you the info you need to make your next move a great one. This show is brought to you by Remax Ace Realty. For show notes and links, go to acerealtypa.com slash podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Chester County Real Estate Podcast. I'm Sean Dominski, and this is the show that tells you what you need to know to make your next move a great one. Uh, today, I'm sitting down with Ross Kennedy of Kennedy Home Inspections. We're going to talk a little bit about things that things that can go wrong and uh, things you need to watch out for when buying a home that could end up costing you money that uh, our, a home inspector could really help out with. Um, but uh, but first, hey, Ross, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and a little about your background and how you got into home inspecting? Sure. So many years ago, I decided I'd like to run my own business, and I decided what would that be. After several college degrees, I decided I would work as a contractor doing small jobs, and <laughs> I eventually worked on kitchens and bathrooms and expanded into learning more and more about homes. So when I reconnected with an old friend who was a, is now my colleague, um, at, who was a home inspector, he said, uh, hey, I'd be willing to take you on. And I was his apprentice going through the process of becoming a certified home inspector in Pennsylvania. So I'd love that. So I'm nice. working as a home inspector now because I loved working with homes before, but now I get to just inspect what other people are doing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And you've been doing this for what, like 10 yes. years or so? Uh-huh. And uh, we were talking a little bit ahead of time, uh, over 3,000 homes he's inspected. So <laughs> I would say you got a little bit of experience when it sure. comes to that. Yeah, and it's and that's just me. My business is just me. Some people have a number of inspectors under their wing. I've chosen to just remain mm-hmm. as first a sole proprietorship and then an LLC, but it's, I'm the only employee. Mm-hmm. Now, how has that affected... Thing. Like I would think that if you go to like a, a a bigger name or brand, and there is a bunch of home inspectors, maybe their avail- availability might be a little bit better. But how's that affect your relationship with the uh, the agents that you work with and with the people who end up the buyers who end up? Sure, hiring you know them? I think what is critical in that first setup when an inspector is being sought out is that that inspector mm. first of all has experience and knowledge but isn't going to be just one of many you call it i mean i'm not you know larger firms are are good they keep good track of the the training um but i the way i've always sold myself and the way i've always felt uh realtors like what i'm doing and ultimately what the clients like what i'm doing is that personal touch you know not to be cliche Mm -hmm. but it's it's me you call you get me right you want an inspector you get me after you follow up with the inspection, because you, if you have questions, mm-hmm. you get me. So um, there's no ambiguity or question about who it is I should be talking to at any time. I follow through with every step mm-hmm. of it from beginning, middle to end. And I think, I think there's some people who just want that level of care, particularly because when you're buying a house, people do you know, have a need to have their, the, you know, their T's crossed and their I's dotted because it's a very big purchase. And you know, they want that attention. I'm not going to say handheld kind of situation, but they want to make sure things are being done right. And if you get lost in a bigger company, you might fear that might not happen. Um, I would say that you know, yeah, and- I have less resource than some of these larger uh, companies, so you might not get mm-hmm. a 
full 10 inch thick binder with all the demographics and, and, and pictures and videos and all that, but you get concisely what you need. Um, and, and, you know, we're ever growing, right. we're ever adding, all businesses are looking to do the best they can to provide the best information they can to clients. Yeah. And, and the other thing too, is like, I'm sure you don't love spending a lot of time doing this, but a lot of times you have some questions after the inspection and the report gets back. Um, maybe there's something on there that didn't come up when you were actually with the buyer at the inspection, um, or in any clarification or something like that. I know when we, when we've done, uh, stuff together, mm -hmm. I usually have a lot of questions, usually the dumb yeah. ones, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, actually, PA, so yeah, that really PA helps. State law requires that the inspector review the findings with the client. So, in particular, if the client wasn't able to come to PA state inspection law, uh, mm -hmm. you know, if the client wasn't able to come to inspection, for sure, you can't just send them a report and call it done. You have to be available to discuss <laughs> the findings. And I know the report is concise and clear as it might be, isn't everybody's, you know, it's not what they they do. So you know, there may be things that we right. use terminology that they don't understand. They don't know. A lot of times they just don't know what to do next. Uh, you, you've got the findings, right, right. but now what do I do with that? And, you know, realtors are usually really good about taking that on and moving forward with it. But if there's some clarification, a home inspector should definitely be available to discuss severity, you know, clarification, all the things that, that he put in a report or she um, and be able to, mm -hmm. to back them up with further knowledge. Yeah, I'm thinking of uh, one. I'm th I don't know why it just came to my head. I'm thinking of one particular time, um, and we won't use any names or any identifying Good. information. <laughs> but I remember you, you you put in the report. You were like, "Yeah, it's missing the such and such standard," and you gave some measurements and some numbers, like a number eleven lag bolt, blah blah blah. <laughs> and I was just like, "What do you? What what is this yeah. about? What are, yeah. what are you talking about?" And you were like explaining it, and then uh, and finally you were like. The deck is not attached to the house. The deck has to be attached to the right. house. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, all right. And then and then we could talk a little bit. I'm like, okay, well, what does that right. mean? Do we just like, can we like, do we just glue a lag bolt in? And you're like, well, you you, you find the frame, yeah. and this is what needs to be done. So it's that kind of stuff where it's like I I joke about dumb questions, but like you'd be surprised at like. If you're not in the industry, if you're not in the business, like knowing like, oh, of course, yeah, number 11 lag right. bolts, that's something I deal with on a regular yeah. basis. <laughs> well, that's, you actually you bring up a good point, Sean, because, you know, just like a lawyer doesn't know every law in the books, but they know where to go to find one. Right. You know, a home inspector is a, is a generalist who is supposed to have an ever increasing knowledge of homes. Uh, we're not code inspectors mm -hmm. unless, you know. Well, we're not, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the home inspector that you hire right. when you buy a home is not a code enforcer or a code inspector, but knowledge of code, knowledge of building, um, well, building code and electrical code is, is always good to inform us. Um, however, mm -hmm. ultimately, if you get to the point with what you're, say you brought up a deck, you know, there are deck certified contractors because that's an ever evolving science with ever evolving new rules and the deck that I inspected three months ago might have another requirement. So we, you know, our job is to pinpoint where there's a failing. And even if, you know, and, and rarely is it our job to tell the client how to fix it. But we like to be at least mm -hmm. somewhat guiding in that respect. Ultimately, though, leading to a contractor 
who's certified in whatever problem we're bringing up, being the one who ultimately looks at it and gives the proper advice right. on how to fix it. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And and if I remember correctly, that particular township had, I don't want to say no building uh -huh. codes, <laughs> but no, no real enforcement of the building right. codes. So it made it just that much more important when we were talking about like, hey, there's some electrical wire like going out to the shed and it doesn't yeah. work. Like, like giving that heads up. So on that uh, topic though, so what are some of the things that you've seen that, you know, either was something that you caught just in time and save them a lot of money or something that should have been caught and they, because they missed it, they ended up, uh, yeah. you know, you could, you could lose a lot of money if you, if right. you miss well, it. Well, it's funny. It's interesting that you, you, you caught me now because literally just a month ago I had done an inspection and it happened to be for a step relative where you're kind of in amazement that you're here because almost anyone might have seen this major problem in this home but they didn't mm -hmm. and now the house is condemned so it was mm. it was a second floor structural issue where the entire back wall was an addition put over a garage the entire back wall was leaning mm. at a significant angle uh, i don't know how nobody mm. knew that i don't you know but fortunately we got her out of this deal uh, because the house is now going to have a hundred and some thousand dollars worth of of repairs probably have to replace the Oh, wow. Now that's not usual. And mm -hmm. oftentimes something that obvious would be caught before anybody pays me to come in and look at it. But I was there. I was there at the right time. Mm -hmm. I knew what to look for. There's a lot. When people go through a home, particularly new buyers, they're excited about what they're going to do with the bathroom and the kitchen and, and paint colors. And, and, mm -hmm. and some of them have a really good eye about this and this and why is there a little bit of moisture in the basement. But in the end, there's just we're trained to not rush to go systemically or uh, systematically is the word I'm looking for uh, through a, through a process so that we don't miss things. We're not as eager to buy right. a house. <laughs> so we're there to, to find the things that others aren't looking for. So I would say to answer your question, uh, sometimes significant structural issues, whereas they may not be immediately uh, visible, there are telltale signs that right. we're trained to see that a normal home buyer or maybe even a realtor might not. But that Yeah, I can think yeah. of one yeah, I can think of an example specifically, and this was years and years ago. I don't think you were there, but I remember the uh, the buyers like so the the house looked great and, and there's an element of rose colored glasses when you're looking you like you want the house to right. be perfect. You know, the buyer wants the house to be perfect. And they were looking at it and uh, I didn't notice this when we went to showings, but the, the home inspector was like, Oh, and by the way, the the, the front facade of the house is yeah. wavy. This was one of those three story sure. row row uh, row homes in, in Westchester in the borough. And uh, he's like, Yeah, that that's a sign that the front of the house is about yeah. to fall off. And it was like Wait, right. what? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah. And they're like, you could, you know, usually you put those, they explain like the, the diamond plates. Yeah, yeah the yes. star bolts. And he's like, yeah, but that's kind of a Band-Aid. It's, it's going to need a new front of the house. and I'll, Or, you know, not a facade, yeah. like a front of the house. And it's going to hit stuff when it falls down because it's all brick. And we were kind of like, whoa. So, I mean... Even as an agent at the time, a, you know, you know, be, as a professional, it's like, well, I'm not trained to, to right. see that, and in, and I don't deal with brick homes, so I would have never noticed the the waviness that was a sure. pretty yeah. 
you know, could could have been a a pretty big st- structural issue. Um, I think if I drive by that house today, I think they had they put the star bolts. Yeah, in, I mean, but, uh... I've seen star bolts all over <laughs> Philadelphia, Reading. You know, they're 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 out there. I and mean, one of the, you bring up a good point. I you know, a good home inspector who's been around a while will probably give you an assessment mm-hmm. about what the better repair might be. But we have to stay in our lane. Right. It's important to remember what, what our jobs are and that there are professionals who can advise the, the client and you as a realtor on what levels mm-hmm. of repair would be necessary. So, you know, whereas we might give you some offerings of, you know, you could put star bolts on, but maybe that's not the right option. We'd have to be careful you know, right. that we are advising within our, our realm of understanding. And we have what's called the standards of practice. And within those standards of practice mm-hmm. is a list based on our trade association um, of where mm-hmm. we are to stay, you know, and typically giving advice on how to fix something is not in there because that could give, frankly, right. it could give us liability. You know, if I give you a false sense that putting star bolts on is all you'll ever need and you do it, right? then, you know, what was I to say? You know, the contractor is really the one who needs to, to tell you what the real fix needs mm-hmm. to be. And not to labor it, or or the or the other way around would be you say like oh it needs two hundred thousand dollars worth of work easy yeah. it needs to be the whole house needs to be rebuilt and the deal falls through and then they find out like oh that that Absolutely. wasn't the case at all right. and so you went you know like you can't you can't be too conservative you can't be right. too um uh you know head in the yeah. sand and it's like what what are you supposed to do there but yeah having like the contractors yeah. estimates quotes stuff like that's why you have yes. that kind of stuff right. mm-hmm. um especially when you're dealing with old like houses that are literally 150 Correct. years old yeah. so without a doubt right uh-huh. <laughs> oh cool so what else have you seen out there so uh, one of the things that's coming up more often these days is um well you know we're in a market where people are not doing as many inspections and you know, i think yeah. that's tempering out a little bit but this spring was not a typical spring where people were so competitive with so few homes in the inventory that to get a house at all and many who are watching this Mm -hmm. might have been in that circumstance uh you had to forgo inspections we kind of knew in the industry that what was going to possibly happen at the end of that is that there i don't know whether there would be litigation or or, you know anything but i do know that there would be people (laughs) who end up with a home that they've paid too much for that they might have spent 15 minutes Mm -hmm. in uh, during a showing to make a a sudden choice that did find out that there were severe problems in the home Um, i had the colleague who took me in and trained me so many years ago literally texted me this week and said so Ross, of all of the post-sale inspections that you've done, in other words, we're doing a lot more inspections <laughs> where they already own the home, and now we get to go in there and tell them what they bought, which is not all that great. Um, how many of your clients have left in the middle of it to go cry? <laughs> I, you know, oh, it's sad. Not funny. No. Not funny. And, Sorry. <laughs> and, and to me, I thought, well, that's kind of what we expected was going to happen when you started giving up on these in, inspections. And I get why they were happening because people needed homes, you know, yeah. and they had to they had to get through it. Um, but in that case, mm. you would ask specifically, you know, they had, you know, they and they and maybe somebody should have known along the way that this house was a problem. But two decks that needed to be taken off, subsidence of the walls, which oh, is, wow. um, they found a well that was collapsing that actually happened to have the oil tank in the well pit. Never heard of that before <laughs> underground. So you know, we're talking tens and maybe more of thousands of dollars that this guy 
literally walked away crying because now he's locked into a home. I suppose maybe he could lose his deposit. Mm -hmm. I don't get into all that, but um, you know, some structural issues. Mm -hmm. um, well, you talked about those. Um, you know, sewer lines are one that I guess more and more uh, client. Uh, well, I guess more and more townships are now like Rose Tree and some places in Delaware County are requiring that the seller do a sewer lateral, which is a camera scope of the sewer line from really? the house to the street. And the seller's required to do that because too many homes, I guess maybe in those areas, after the sale, because you know, a homeowner frankly mm -hmm. isn't gonna know a lot of the time whether there's a break in the line, a root, you know, something that's leaking into the ground. They're just not gonna know. Yeah. But in spite of that, when the new owner buys the house, finds out that there's a ten to $20,000 excavation to dig up the pipe or dig up the concrete floor of their basement to get to it, it's going to get ugly. You know, mm -hmm. they're going to claim the homeowner should have known, they're, they should have disclosed. So that's right. a big one because that's a big, you know, the numbers I just mentioned aren't a fun number right after you bought a house, you know, but digging up a front yard could be 20 grand. Um, and, you know, mm -hmm. in, 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 uh, you know, similar style and, and this is i think maybe more obvious would be the septic systems you know we've been talking about a public mm -hmm. line going out to a public connection but the septic systems you know if you if you don't bother to look into what the septic and and i've always said this to people who are buying a house even if you don't do a home inspection if there's a septic system mm -hmm. do a septic inspection unless some one has been done within a month or two before you buy it that they can provide you right um because again you're talking about a failed field you know absorption field of a septic system that could be thirty thousand dollars right there and to just avoid that mm -hmm. one because you wanted the house so bad that that could be one that that could really bite you yeah and from an agent standpoint i would often like tell people like basically you need to you need like the the when you buy a house, there's going to be an element of risk and you need to budget in the possibility of the, making those discoveries. When you have a home inspection uh, inspection and inspector, yeah. you're able to in, you go from like, hey, once you buy this house, it might need a couple thousand dollars of work or it might need a couple hundred right. thousand dollars of work. So if you're okay right. with that, like if you're okay with taking a couple hundred thousand dollar risk because you want this yeah. so badly, then like that's, that's what you're looking sure. at. And, and, and that's and, and I'm not even limiting it there. But when you have a home inspector, instead of having a range that's like this, you're kind of like, okay, now you can narrow down a little bit and you know kind of what the percentage of your risk is. And, and don't get me wrong, home inspector, there are things a home inspector can't find. Sure. You know, you can't, you can't open up the walls. So, you know, we've, visual, you know, I, I've, I've had destructive inspections. That's what we call them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've had, I've had, uh, I, I've worked with people and I've had friends who, uh, once they get into the house, they, uh, they find out there was some issues behind the walls or there was something going on that was un unseen. Um, I can think of one specifically where, uh, the home inspector marked down like, yeah, there's, there's some water dripping from somewhere and there's no way of telling where it's yeah. coming from. And then a year later they're having their, com their, their kitchen completely re re, uh, like ripped out. Because turns out when they installed the cabinets, they nailed through the through the pipe yeah. that just created a little yeah. drip. And then but over the years, that was yep. just It'll accumulating. I, I don't know if, the, if mold was involved yeah. or not, but it was just a little drip, little little weird drip. And the inspector marked it, but there was no way we could figure out what that was. Now, fortunately, yeah. home insurance right, covered yeah. that. Um, 
but yeah, there's a lot that a home inspect like that you're not going to find on a home inspection. But it at least narrows yeah. down your the uh, I don't want to say narrows your risk, but it it gives you more information so you can ascertain your risk sure. a lot better. And I you know I, and I don't know whether uh, there are there are those who might say I don't need a home inspector. I can see what he sees, and if he can't look behind the wall, yeah. what good is he? And I you know. At some level, that that might be true. I I I, I do think anybody mm-hmm. who's willing to learn about homes and is going to buy one is going to be a better buyer than than someone who just says do it all for me. But the reality is, mm-hmm. whereas maybe we can't see behind a wall, we should. And and part of my training came pre pre home inspector when I was building the wall. You know, I know what's you know reading right. a book about it is one thing, but when you were the, been the person who's mm-hmm. who's built the things that you're now inspecting that helps you understand it at a level that is a little bit more intuitive. So yes, where I can't actually see inside a wall, um, you're looking for, as a home inspector, well-trained and experienced, you're looking for evidences of things that would not be necessarily real discernible to a home buyer unless they were in the trades, you know? Um, So there are elements that say, yeah, I can't look behind that wall, but I can tell you that that's not normal and somebody needs to. You know, mm-hmm. and that's where the you, know, you get into the inspection contingency phase, where we have enough time to get in there to see what we see. But now we're at the tip of the iceberg. Now it's time for someone who can do a more invasive look. And if look, I mean, I, that's where we hand it off to you guys, the realtors, and say, you know, mm-hmm. we've seen this, and if if there's not any parameters in which someone else can see it better, you guys have to make a choice mm-hmm. about this purchase and and about what you can take right. on if you don't look any further. Yeah, no, it makes complete sense. And that's why I like actually, that's why I really wanted to like sit down and talk with one because most of the public, they can read articles, they can, they can hear like, you know, get some advice here and there, but they don't actually get to hear like, well, what is the difference between an experienced home inspector and someone who, you know, I, well, I don't want to disparage people starting their career. That's, that's, that's perfectly, um, that's, that's very respectable, but in my opinion, it's like when you've been through the trenches a little bit, when you've experienced kind of sure. like the, the results of what could, could happen, it's a little bit, it, you, you get a little bit different of a perspective. Right. Um, and you can see, you know, like what really went, what really, what really could sure. go wrong. Um, you know, I always say like, I'm not afraid of making mistakes, but I really, really don't want to make the same mistake right. twice. So, you know, when people are like, oh, you know, do you, do you, do you know what you're yeah. doing like, yeah. with that? And I'm like, well, I've made, I think I've made every single mistake that I, that could be made. <laughs> so don't, don't, you know, so I can't say that I'm, I'm, I'm perfect right. at it, but I'm pretty sure I'm, I've, I know what I'm doing because I've made every other mistake and I try not to make the same mistake right. twice. Um, and I can say it, but, you, uh, you know, if you're, if you're on a, a job with an inspector who sees something that might be out of the ordinary, say it's a, a really bizarre heat pump, you know, drip loop system, you know, in the ground, mm-hmm. they're not that common. And, you know, your, your inspector right. might have a limited knowledge of what that is and is only required to have a certain knowledge of it. Um, Mm-hmm. It goes back to the lawyer analogy. If you you don't know, you know, I had always surrounded myself with people who I could go to on the spot, literally during an inspection, take a picture, FaceTime, do whatever, make a phone call, say, hey, this this is a little bit out of the ordinary. I have a question about this. 
you know, maybe that tips your hat as to being a newbie or whatever, but I think it, it actually yeah. le- lays credence to the fact that you're trying to do the best job you can for your client. Um, and even now, there's a, you know, I literally last week called up um, the guy who trained me after doing this for 10 years and said, you know what, this this electrical panel is, is bizarre. It Let me show you what I'm looking at. Can we discuss it? And it was. It was bizarre. Mm-hmm. And in the end, it needed to go. But... Um, <laughs> I was going to say, when it comes to electrical panels, like bizarre is not what you, what want. you want to hear coming out of a. <laughs> yeah. If it's reached bizarre, it's time to be changed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. And, you know, and some people can tolerate hearing that, and some people are not so happy to hear that they're electrical. But that's what you need to do is is give them the information, or at least, um, you know, by the time it's by the time it comes that their report is in their hand, the right information is in their in their grasp. Yeah. And, you know, I was just thinking about like what you were telling, saying about Delaware County requiring the inspections. I, I, I wonder if it's something where it's like, you know, a lot of those homes were built in the 60s right. and 70s. So, you know, 10 years ago, they were 50 yeah. years old. Now, t- now in 2022, now they're 60 years old. It's like, well, it might just be a matter of uh, life expectancy on some of these sewer laterals right. where it's like, you know, you're seeing, I, I feel like I'm seeing more and more, uh, sewer laterals needing to be replaced. And I think it's just because houses that were built in the seventies and eighties, yeah. it's just there, there's a life expe- expectancy sure. there. Um, or, you know, or even worse, the house was built a hundred, 150 years ago. And yes, if, mm-hmm. you know, I, I usually, I would, I would always recommend that someone get a sewer lateral um, uh, inspected. Maybe uh, w- depending on the age of yeah. that lateral, they would, uh, you know, that that pipe, they would, they 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 do or don't sure. take the recommendation. But I mean, it's just the saddest thing when you find out that you know you're you need a new sewer um, after you buy the house, or really, usually it comes up when you go to sell the house. And they do do the inspection and you haven't looked at that in the 20, you know, 15 years you've lived there. And now it's, it's just now coming up and now you find out like, Oh, I have to spend all this money just to, just to convey the house. So it it is, it, it, that's another thing that some issues you can put off when you buy the house, but if they're not addressed at some point will affect the value if, and when you need to go and sell down the road or something. And and that's, that's a good point because, you know, you and I as a realtor and a home inspector, basically Mm -hmm. collaterally trying to help your client make a good choice and make decisions for the future. So either you and I probably at some point would have said, Hey, look, well, here's what I say. And at some point I think the realtor has (laughs) similar conversations. I I know that they do, especially one as good as you, but the idea is, I'm looking at the evidence. The pipe is old. It disappears underneath the concrete floor in the basement. It goes down a steep slope in the front yard. You got lots of trees. It's mm-hmm. no, there's no evidence that it's been replaced at any time. If there is, great. Let, where's the documentation from the seller? Um, so now that's some. Mm-hmm. But if we can't get to the end uh, answers that we need, then I then the other thing that they may not have thought of is well there are insurances for this the the local water company or sewer company mm-hmm. or your a rider on your home insurance policy for a couple of dollars more a month you know will protect mm-hmm. you against breaks in the slab of the concrete or breaks in the front yard so you know being able to at least give them the advice to protect them against what you're just saying you know somewhere down the road hey, I didn't even think about my pipe in the ground but 
I'm covered because mm -hmm. my inspector or my, my realtor told me that this could happen based on what I see. So, you know, those, those kind of steps are mm -hmm. what I feel good about, you know, and, and it's really, we know what people need from their home inspector and their realtors to help them make good choices and feel assured that, you know, things are going to break, but at least they're more prepared for them as need be. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else, like, is there anything else that's just off the top of your head that, uh, you know, people should be looking out well, for? Well, you know, some of them are more obvious, but they're also very expensive. Mm -hmm. um, some people know how to look mm -hmm. at a roof and say that roof is done. Some people don't. But, you know, when you, you know, obviously the roof is an expensive proposition, you know, anywhere between ten dollars and $50,000 or more. Um, you know, that's the thing mm -hmm. that protects everything under it. So it's a very important structure. So you don't often see severe roof damage, but you do see a big expense if you're taking on a roof that you thought was only 10 years old, but in fact it was 25. So the ability of, a, of a, an inspector to not only get on it, but get under it inside in an attic most of the time to uh, rule out leakage and, you know, and, and basically just to give them an idea of how old they think the roof is and, and when they should be budgeting for replacement, if not immediately. Um, the roof also involves ventilation in the attic. You know, if you don't have enough ventilation, mm -hmm. you got you may you may have attic mold. Um, some people, who, who, without uh, a trained eye, won't really know what that looks like, or maybe never step foot in an attic. That's a lot of people. So, mm -hmm. um, whereas mold is remediable and dealable, it's not a deal breaker a lot of the times. Sometimes it is. You know, uh, at least you have the eyes of someone uh, like a home inspector who will get up and down and dirty and close to that mold in the attic and tell you uh, mold is, you know, and mold is obviously a systemic uh, house problem mm -hmm. in some homes that, you know, that's another one of those things where we'll do, you know, even just the nose test, you know, you smell mold when you walk in a house, you know what it's like, um, but you don't see it yeah. anywhere. Now you got to make a choice with that buyer do you want to elevate this and get a huge, you know, a mold inspection test, which is air swabs and, you know, and, and, and that kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. But a whole house full of mold, nobody wants, right? So that's the discussion. Right. Um, the windows, you know, I, I would say you, you can tell whether your windows mm -hmm. are going to be uh, a problem. You know, you get the blown seals or they're just old, they're wood with storm windows, and people don't recognize how much of an energy loss that can be. But... Uh, if they're mm -hmm. thinking that they're just going to replace the windows, maybe some of them don't know that that could be tens of thousands of dollars to replace every window in a house. So, you know, those, yeah. those are maybe not life-threatening conditions, but they're expensive. So you know, mm -hmm. I, have a, I have a major defect portion of my reports that essentially are designed to help people feel or, you know, they list the things that are the most unsafe for the house or for the person the things that are the most expensive um, and the ones that, you know, that they didn't really maybe realize <laughs> were the ones that were going to cost them the most. So. Yeah, no, uh, that, that, well, I mean, that, that's, that's pretty helpful too, because yeah, you sometimes don't really think like, oh yeah, we're, we're, we're going to do that at some point right. or that's not that big of a deal, but add it up. Uh, you know, I know a lot of like first time home buyers might be like, Oh, this is just like my starter home. I'm not gonna be here too yeah. too long. And next thing you know, ten years later they're like, Why is my house having all these issues? And it's like, Oh, you've been here for ten sure. years and you're like, Oh, 
really? Time, <laughs> you know, time, time does have a, a tendency of slipping away from you. I remember when I bought my last house, I remember when I bought it, I'm like, you know, there's some issues, but these are issues won't pop up for another, like, I don't know, three or four right. years or so. And it was, it was kind of, and, and then like one day I was just like, why do I have, like, why does it seem like every, like all these little things I need to be addressing right now, it just seemed all at once. And I was like, Oh wait, you know what? I've been in this house right? for four years. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I kind of saw yeah. that coming. So, um, but yeah, it, it, it's it's just good to have that third party perspective that 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 um you know th- that report in mm-hmm. hand. So when it hits the point like that you've owned a house for ten or twelve years, it's kind of like you know I I want to go back to that report and see sure. what uh what was supposed to what was. What was the expected life, you know, what was supposed to go wrong down the road that I had to keep an eye on? Yeah, and I will say, and I I, I don't know how much time we have, but I want to make it clear that, because this has happened, and it literally happened last week when Mm -hmm. I got a negative Google review, which has been since taken (laughs) down by the reviewer. And the reason I mention Uh this is because I did go to them and I said, you know, for you to give me a negative review, let's talk about these items that you're suddenly upset about two years after your inspection. And I said... When you got the report and you got the, uh, the, the indication that there was moisture in the ceiling that needs further review, when you got the report that said that this needed to be fixed and this needed to be fixed, at the time that you got that report, did you act on it? Did you even read it? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so it, it is <laughs> yeah. vital. And I think a, and this comes down also to the quality of, of a realtor as well, to take the information that's been given to you and act on it. Mm-hmm. When it's when it's critical to do so, don't pick up the report two years later and say, "Why? Wait, what did he say about that roof leak again, or why the chimney's not?" Yeah. You know, um, and because I will just refer you back. I, you know, in all sympathy, nobody wants anything bad to ever go with, wrong with an inspection with a house that I've inspected, but it will happen. Right. But if I've given you the information, kindly use it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's what, so. The, yeah, that makes makes a yeah. lot of sense. Um, so yeah, we are we are coming out uh, coming up on the the end here. Um, any any final words or thoughts? Uh, I mean, I, I feel like we've we've covered a lot sure. of bases, which is yeah. great. But no, I just you know we I think the value of a home inspection has not decreased just because the val- mm-hmm. the need for people to get in homes is 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 changed. I we're in a market that that's difficult. I feel for everybody. Interest rates are up. Inventory's down. Um, I can't convince you that a you know a, a home built a year ago uh, isn't something you can't get a good look at on yourself. But I can I can suggest that almost every home has something even a little bit wrong with it. I would always say what no. Let me just say this: many many times I've heard, I'm so glad I did this. I can't believe there are people who skip inspections, even on newer homes. Mm. Um, because whereas it might not equate to something major and expensive, um, there's at least the knowledge and the peace of mind that people have for having done a home inspection on any condition home that they have the knowledge now. The knowledge that they kind of, you don't want to walk into a huge purchase, probably your largest purchase with any question marks, particularly big question marks. Yeah. And um, the, the few hundred dollars that you pay to get the answers and to get that report, which is basically basically a synopsis of defects, but also a manual for the house, is really worth it in any in any case. Um, I would say even mm-hmm. if you had to do it after you bought the home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. yeah. 
No, I, I completely agree. Um, uh, real, so the other thing I just kind of want to mention is that the buyers are the ones who hire the home inspector. So agents have a great, usually your real estate agent is a great resource for recommendations, but those are just recommendations. So um, now if you are an agent, you can definitely get a hold of Ross. Uh, but for, for buyers, agents, people who just bought a house and might might have skipped the home inspection, what's the best place they can find you and how can they get yeah, a hold of you? Probably the best way to do that is Kennedy Home Inspections with an S dot com. And uh, mm -hmm. in fact, uh, there's a scheduling tab right on there that uh, in, in the event oh, that okay. I'm not immediately on the phone, um, which I do tend to call back real quickly, um, your client or mm -hmm. you can go onto my webpage, Kennedy Home Inspections dot com, click schedule online, and uh, you can actually pick what inspections you want, what add-ons. Uh, if it's the client, they could actually even pay if they wanted, and they would pick a specific time and date on my calendar that I'm available, and we can talk later after you get it locked in. Because we also know that we're doing five-day inspection windows now and short windows, so mm -hmm. that would really decrease the, the delay uh, in, in calling and, and all that kind of thing. But, yep, so that's, uh, yeah. that's probably the best option. That's awesome. All right, cool. Well, Ross, thanks for uh, thanks for uh, sharing and joining us today. And uh, yeah, definitely appreciate it. All right, it. sir. Thank you. Thanks for listening. This has been the Chester County Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Remax Ace Realty, serving buyers and sellers in the Chester County area. Subscribe for new episodes at acerealtypa.com slash podcast. And you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, and wherever podcasts are found.